Husker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Hi, Dad. Hey, Matt. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you. Um, thanks for coming on the podcast. This is so cool. It's my pleasure. I got to talk with mom. She was the first guinea pig. <laughs> and I'm the second. No, you're actually the third. Ah. Uh, earlier today, I got to speak with Britain's mom. Ah, that must have been an experience. Well, can I confess to something? I feel a little bad. <laughs> Why is that? When I, when I talked with mom, we kind of just jumped right into it and went with it. And I think, you know, some personal stories briefly emerged about me, but it was really all real estate talk. And in talking with Britain's mom this morning, you know, I got some great Britain stories. Uh-huh. So should you feel the need to throw any Matthew stories back in the podcast mix, uh, feel free. Britain will appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Fair enough. So the first question I asked mom, and it's probably uh, the best place to start with you as well, is what was the first house you bought? The first house that we bought was in Boise, Idaho. And as I recall, it was on Collister Street. And I think the price was in the mid-30s. This was 1977. It was on about a third of an acre. Uh, I believe it had a huge backyard. That's the house where we had that very strange Irish setter for a while, which ran around a lot. Um, we were not making, you know, a lot of money at the time. I was just working as a, a field assistant for a geologic company. And, you know, we had to borrow some money from family to make the down payment. I'm sure that I don't think we made anywhere near a 20% down payment. I think we made much less than that. But we managed to uh, swing the deal. And uh, then about six months later, uh, I was informed that I was being transferred to Denver. <laughs> and there, we informed the realtor of that. And she said, oh, no, that's terrible. <laughs> and I wasn't exactly sure why, but then she explained it to me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> we uh we were we were lucky. Uh we were able to, you know, within that six months period of time, we were able to uh sell the house for a few thousand dollars more than we paid for it, so that when we got to Denver, we had enough money for a down payment on a house there. Uh and that was that was very lucky. And I remember talking to my boss at the time uh, that when we told him that we were going to buy a house there in Boise, I guess they were already thinking about me winding up in Denver down the road. And uh, but they decided not to tell me not to buy, not to go ahead with the purchase of the house. They didn't say anything. They just said, go ahead. You know, so don't you love life in corporate America? <laughs> yeah. At any rate, we were we were lucky, and you know we again uh, we were moving on behalf of the company, so they paid the moving expenses uh, from Boise to Denver. Uh, so we didn't have to pay a huge amount of money 
you know, to cover moving costs and, and things like that. That was all picked up. So whatever we cleared from the house, we were able to use for a down payment in Denver. And when we got to Denver, we worked with a realtor uh, that was the wife of an employee of the company that I was working for at the time. Um, All right, hold on. Before we get to Denver, can I ask you some other questions about the Boise house? Yeah, sure. Um, first of all, I think it's a really good thing that both you and mom had the correct and same answer to the first house you bought. <laughs> okay. We're at least on the same wavelength there. There you go. So mom said you found the first realtor because uh, you were just walking down the street and saw the sign for this house. Is is that how it went down? And is that how you found her? Do you remember? I personally do not remember. But if that's what Michelle says, uh, then that must be what happened. Uh, no, I, I, so, I have no reason. To, to I, I have no, I have no reason to doubt it. Uh, but at the time, we were um, we were riding bicycles a lot, so we may have, or I may have, gone by it on a bicycle ride uh, and saw the sign because uh, we were renting a place uh, there in Boise, and you know, obviously, this was the, f- the first house, and you know, it was a concern whether we were going to be able to come up with. Uh, the money that was needed to uh, to purchase it, but I think they had more programs than for like first time home buyers and federal programs that enabled you to put them a minimum at, a minimum amount down to buy a house. Well, it seems to kind of like ebb and flow in terms of qualifications and loan products and how interesting they are. And it would make sense late seventies interest rates hadn't gone crazy. The SNLs hadn't crashed probably were right. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, because I think financially things were relatively stable at the time. I mean, we had experienced, I think it was 1974. We had uh, the first uh, kind of gasoline crisis or something like that, or, uh, so things were just kind of on the verge of starting to go go nuts <laughs> for the seventies. We've outdone them for this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't get me started. I will try my best not to. So you ended up in Denver, and Mom said um, the realtor you worked with was a the wife of someone you worked with. Yes, that's correct. All right, so take it from there. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt about Boise. Well, that was a good experience. Uh, I, I do remember, you know, her saying, I, I think she was kind of surprised uh, because she, her husband was somewhat higher up in the corporate hierarchy than, than I was. I was pretty much at the bottom of the totem pole. And I guess she was used to dealing with employee transfers that involved a lot more benefits than I was getting. <laughs> and, you know, so she was kind of surprised. But she w- and she was able to find something for us uh, that we were able to get into. And again, as I recall, the cost of that house in Denver was, again, mid-30s, I think. So it was, you know, roughly the same as the house that we sold in, in Boise. And, and we were able to get in for you know, obviously less than, you know, a, a standard 20% down payment, which which was fortunate. And we wound up staying there for about 11 years. And it was during that period of time that inflation just went nuts and housing prices started to appreciate. And so by the time we 
left Denver in 1988, we were able to realize a fair chunk of cash out of it, uh, which was nice. That carried us for a while. And you and mom also, well, you didn't personally, but you guys had the kitchen remodel, that whole side of the house. Right. And we did some things. We had that big uh, family room in the back that uh, we did some work on. Uh, I think we uh, replaced the the windows and put in a. I think we put in a fireplace back there. A roasty toasty. Yeah, a roasty toasty. Yes. Um, so, and I know you know you guys like the schools there, and we got involved with soccer, and <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is kind of. Arrow was an incredible player. Uh, mom coached, you refereed, yeah, you, she served on the state board of youth soccer, and you were both involved in the local board, and yeah, a lot of soccer. <laughs> a lot of soccer, yes. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you remember the uh, the tornado, which was, I think, what, 1985 or something like that? I honestly don't remember the year, but I still remember the driving around afterwards and homes like a block from us just completely gone from their lot everything yeah it was just a narrow swath and then the houses on either side fine it was so freaky yeah and then you remember you remember uh, uh that lived next door to us ruby who came home in her pickup truck after that occurred and she'd been over at the safeway uh on what is it 84th or washington avenue one of, yeah washington i was gonna say washington and like eppinger or whatever yeah came. yeah that's it yeah and uh a big pole had gotten blown through her the cab of her pickup while she was in it and she was just white as a sheet shaking you know she she was freaked out rightfully so yeah i don't remember that i still remember ruby and her motorcycle motorcycles right that her and her husband had like matching or complimentary and oh i had you know i hadn't thought of that for years her husband's name was Ar- Ar- arnold i think arnold that's right and i used to do ceramics with ruby the neighbor oh. who had a motorcycle how awesome oh. is that <laughs> oh memories yeah good times so when you guys picked out the Thornton house, it sounded like you had a very short period of time, a weekend or so to find it. Did mom do most of the searching? Did you do the searching together? Had you kind of talked and, you know, divide and conquer? How did the processes usually go? Uh, I think Michelle did most of the preliminary, you know, legwork. And, you know, she would look at a kind of a wide variety of places and narrow it down to you know, a few choices that she thought I might be interested in. And and then we would, you know, make a decision based on that. I think that's in general how the process worked. And, you know, obviously, you know, she was interested in, you know, schools and recreational facilities and na- the neighborhood quality and, you know, access to shopping and, and stuff like that. And like you say, I, I think I had to go to work fairly soon. So she probably did most of it. And I know there was a gap of a few months uh, before we were able to move into that house. And we wound up staying in a, an apartment building out in Aurora uh, that the company picked up uh, 
for a few months for us. Do you remember that? No, my first memories are at the the Denver house. Okay, but uh, nothing before that. So yeah, the one on the one we had for well, we you and mom had for eleven years. Yep. Yeah, and then came Michigan. Yes, then came Michigan. As I recall, um, when I was transferred to Michigan, uh, that sale was handled through the company. The company uh, hierarchy engaged uh, their people to uh, do everything that was required, and you know all we had to do was uh, collect the check when the house. Uh, when when they assessed it and uh and and sold it so yeah so you got a reload package on the way to michigan exactly essentially um your company hired a company that bought the house at, at whatever price you agreed to and then they turned around and assumed the risk and cost of selling it and if they you know ate a bunch that's what your company was on the hook for um so yeah well done <laughs> yeah so we we wound up back in uh, Big Rapids, Michigan, which I'm sure is vividly inscribed in your memory. Um, it was a change. And, yes, it, <laughs> it, it was rather a change. But we wound up, we realized enough from the sale of that house that when we got to Michigan, we were able to make a, a conventional down payment on uh, the house that we bought there. That's the house on Thornapple Lane. and. We did work with a realtor uh, in Big Rapids. Oh, yeah. I remember her because mom and I, we were out there for that week or something the summer before we moved in the fall and drove right. all around with her, learning all of the various subdivisions, geographies, you know, which side of the tracks was the wrong side. Um, yeah. And learning about all, all the local foods. Donuts. Donuts, yes. Oh, donuts! But and and again, as I recall, when when we when we did finally move back to Michigan, and I think we stayed at that Best Western Motel for for a period of time. You know, I was at work, and so it was you and Aram and and Mom were driving around with the realtor. You know, looking at a lot of houses, and I, I remember looking at a few of them. Uh, but I think you, pro you guys probably looked at a lot more than uh, than I did. Uh, I remember some of them had bats. Yeah, we tossed out a lot. <laughs> Bat bats in the attic and stuff like that back there. <gasps> I had totally forgotten about the bat house. That's right. Yeah, I don't think I saw that house. No, you did not. <laughs> That was uh, Aram and myself and mom and the realtor. And it was so embarrassing because not an hour earlier, we were kind of in one of the older parts of uh, Big Rapids there, like down off of State Street. Um, those big kind of older houses, big trees, fun, fun area. And somehow we were talking about wildlife. And bats came up <laughs> and then we walk into this house, which was kind of had some feature that was, I think it had been empty for a while or it just was stale and felt nasty. Oh, not nasty, but like just old and bedrooms are upstairs, walk into one of the rooms, bat that was sleeping on the wall comes to life. 
Uh, and I like run <laughs> straight out of that house screaming, like top of my voice, just like, ah! Uh, and of course, Aram is taking no end of delight in this. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess bats were fairly common in some places back there. I don't know. They didn't have them in Denver. Exactly. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So, you know, it was a nice house. I, I, I think we all liked that house a lot. It was a unique house with the loft and, and all of that. And, you know, you, deer would come up uh, in the yard or just outside the yard, and there were fireflies uh, in the middle of the summer. But, you know, in retrospect, I think, you know, as much as, you know, the realtor was, you know, a nice person, I, I, I feel that we were financially taken advantage of uh, when we purchased that house, I think they saw us coming. I think they knew that we had a wad of cash and they made sure they got it. Uh, I think that that was a situation where we really would have benefited from a realtor that was working for the buyer rather than strictly for the seller. Uh, because I, we found out several years after we bought the house, you know, what, what the previous owners had, had bought it for. And it was significantly lower than what we paid for it. And I'm not sure that you can attribute all that to inflation and uh, appreciation. So, you know, it's kind of a buyer beware sort of thing, caveat emptor, but uh, it was a, it was a learning experience. And then uh. I have no idea what Michigan agency laws are or were at the time. Usually agency relationships are governed at the state level. I didn't realize that our realtor was on both sides of that. Um, but yeah, so it sounds like you felt like we overpaid on the way in. And that's that was the fault of the realtor because yeah. she was not looking out for you. Uh, yeah, I agree. And, and that's in retrospect. That's in retrospect. Uh, but again, we survived it. Uh, there was another, there was another, uh, job change and, and relocation. We decided, uh, well, I left the company that I was working for when we moved to Michigan and took a job down in Grand Rapids and Michelle was working and had a job down in Grand Rapids. So we were both traveling down to Grand Rapids and, you know, we, we decided, and you and, you, you and Aram, once you both graduated from high school and went off to college, um, we kind of looked at ourselves and said, you know, there's not much sense in continuing to drive down to Grand Rapids and back every day. So we put the house up for sale, and it, it took a while to sell that place. I think that we moved into it in 1988. I think we left in 1993. And moved down to the Grand Rapids area. We wound up staying in uh, a motel sort of place for a while while we were looking for a house down in the Grand Rapids area. We wound up working with a young realtor, I think from the Grand Rapids area. That, I, as I recall, he was he was a pretty dynamic guy and he was a pretty friendly guy and he was very very helpful. Uh, <laughs> I I kind of liked him. Again. Michelle and I looked at a wide variety of places down in the Grand Rapids area. Some of them were very strange. So one, I, the only one that really sticks out in my mind was a house that must have had 
hundreds of mirrors and that there were mirrors everywhere covering the walls, which I thought was kind of bizarre. But uh, and we almost homes are really we, we interesting have... things. We they're just on the one hand they're very essential. They're just a thing. They're shelter, warmth, yeah. but they're also where we live, and they're so personal. And yeah. I love that part of the job of getting to see that part of people's lives. But yeah, you see some really interesting things. <laughs> I mean, that that house was in Grand Rapids, and it would have been in a, a fairly good location for us. And, you know, the, the price was affordable uh, because ultimately we were able to sell the house in, in Big Rapids. And, you know, we didn't leave with everything that we went in with, but we were able to uh, recover, you know, some of it. So we had enough to make a, a down payment on another place, not a 20% down payment, but enough to make a down payment. And in retrospect, I'm glad we didn't, you know, get a place with the mirrors because we wound up out in, we wound up out in um, Allendale, which was about five or 10 miles west of Grand Rapids. And it was a nice modern house, but we, we just really were not clued in on what we were getting into when we moved out <laughs> to that area in terms of the social norms that were expected of the people that lived right there. Where I planted everything was, off they, all, the, all the houses were kind of clustered around the big church that was the center of the community there. It was a very small town, you know, Michigan thing. And I think we pretty much scandalized them. But uh, again, well done, that Dad. Was my, well done. I salute that. <laughs> that was 1993. And then we made the decision to move back to New Mexico a couple of years later because of Florence's health. And we, uh, again, it was a fairly quick turnaround in terms of, uh, of selling a house. And, you know, we, we worked with, you know, the same realtor that we bought the house from, and he was able to, to sell it for a few thousand dollars more than we had paid for it. So we were able to, you know, cover the costs and uh, get ourselves back to uh, New Mexico uh, with a, you know, a few bucks in our pocket, not a huge amount. But, uh, you know, if, if we hadn't have had that house in Denver and it hadn't had appreciated as much as it did, you know, we never would have had, you know, any of this stuff. So that all kind of worked out. And all then it we, takes is one good choice. You just need yeah. one. You just needed to work out once. <laughs> yeah. And, and not lose your shirt. And any of the other ones, right? <laughs> exactly. Oscar Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Wow.